Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Not Plumbers Unite, but we're recommending plumbers in Fredericks, Maryland. Um, but I do have a great plumber to recommend there. But it is Creatives Ignite, and I am here with my really good friend, Damien Williams, who I went to pick up from the airport. Well, the airport shuttle, and he looked like he had never met me in my life. And I was like, I told you three weeks ago I was going to pick you up. And it was like, we called an Uber. I'm like, well, I can be your Uber, you know, like get in the car. <laughs> anyway, it sort of was like he was scared of me. And I'm really short and small. And Damien's seen me many times in real life. I didn't think I was scary. Was it just you, you were shocked? I was I was shocked. Um, I knew, you, we, we had spoken and you said, yeah, you were going to pick me up. So true to your word. But now, anytime I call Uber, if I don't see you, now I'm alarmed and and, and scared. So <laughs> you ruined that experience. Thanks a lot, Diane. Well, now <laughs> uh, you know you always have a, a, a ride. Hi, Amy. You always have a ride. So we got some other people, obviously, from um, your area, Raleigh. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know more is in Cary, North Carolina. So we got North Carolina. You are in North Carolina. You are in Durham. I don't know if you're in Durham right this second. Yeah, right this second. I, I live in Raleigh, but currently I am working in Durham. Okay, so you're working in Durham, living yep. in Raleigh. My sister lives in Raleigh, so you know Damien's all good people. So I get to I get to talk to Damien once every two weeks, if not more than that. And I love hanging out. And uh, Damien and I have done some fun. He's taught me things on the iPad. He's an amazing illustrator. And that's one of the things we're going to talk about today is that um, he does this really cool thing in February. You mm-hmm. actually do a lot of challenges. You've done, I mean, other people's challenges. You do, you oh, know, yeah. like ink. To, I mean, it's something you've used to help you grow. And Absolutely. Um, this is a, this week on the podcast is about what we're hopefully supposed to be doing is about recharging your own batteries. So this whole month is love on designers, love on illustrators, love on creatives. And at other weeks we've like helped other people and pick people up. But I really think that this exercise that you're going to talk to us about today has really been a, a booster for you at, in recharging your batteries. Now he will work regular right? But on his lunch break, he's doing Skillshare and he's learning things and he's connecting and all, and he has grown so much. You learn things so fast, I think, but I think it's because you have this uh, uh, habit of learning and habit of practice and you grow Mm -hmm. and you try new things. So just in case people don't know, tell them who you are and where you are and what you do. All right. Uh, My name is Damian Williams. I am an illustrator, a designer. I'm currently doing that full-time, I'm happy to say. Um, Yes, but prior to that, for years, I was working. I did design out of school and then went into something completely foreign, which was healthcare, which uh, was awesome. Did that for 20-something, 20-something years, 24 years. Not not a big deal. Yeah, Um, but it wasn't so – it still is – Caring for people and you mm-hmm. were solving things and you did had to do a lot of UX in, oh, yeah. in right while yeah. you were there. You have to, um, you, you, there's a lot of brainstorming, a lot of different things. Cause I'm trying to fit people in wheelchairs and then take care of them with oxygen. 
there's a lot of stuff you have to do. Um, very UX-ish. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, it's always about how we can better help the user or client or patient. And um, I would do that. And uh, I, I love the fact that I worked in a hospital. The empathy part was what essentially I needed to pick up. As an early designer coming out of school, it was great, but I was um, a little big headed. Uh, and, and I can't it, imagine that, to be honest. It's crazy, full of myself. Um, you know, like, like some, some younger people can be. And, and older I, people. It's not just a people. young people disease. Absolutely right. You're absolutely right. But, you know, we do these, th- these different things. And sometimes we do it primarily for us, what makes us feel good about our designs. Yeah. And, what, and, of course, it's important that we like what we do. But we are trying to do things for other folks, for users to, to help them out um, or clients or whatever the situation, however you want to label it. Um, and there at the hospital, I just, you know, I got the art part right, but I really needed to do the people part and understand that. And it helped me become a better artist because um, I was still doing a little part time work while working full time at the hospital. And I found that my work was a little bit more informed. I had a lot more emotion coming, or I was told anyway, coming from characters I would draw and, you know, the way they would emote and just relate to each other. These things are hugely important when you want children or adults or anybody to relate to the little characters you put on paper. Um, So, you know, that all that, I say that to say that, you know, it's been a journey but one that I wouldn't have predicted, but I'm honestly blessed to continue at this point to, to live. It's been pretty awesome. But last year you made a big switch. You went to mm-hmm. a design position where you are utilizing your illustration, yes. but you're also utilizing your people skills mm-hmm. in uh, team building and listening as you're listening to clients, listening to fellow people in the office. Yeah. Coworkers. Mm -hmm. And there's really, uh, you have such a gift there. And it's funny because as you, you're like, how in the heck is this hospital job going to affect me? But it, you know, how does it help me in what I do in design now? And I think you've seen, because me and you've talked lots, you've seen lots of through ways where you're like, Hey, I learned this when I was in the hospital or I designed this because in the hospital, nobody knew how to use this machine. And I made it like the COVID thing. You you can tell them about that if you want. Yeah. Yeah. Um, We had a situation. Well, I mean, the long and short of it is COVID happens. People need, we discover oxygen is an important thing. There are the classic oxygen tanks that we, a lot of us esteem, but there are these machines out there that help that, you know, do what oxygen tanks do, except, um, they don't necessarily run out, not like a tank would. And we were issuing these, these, these things to folks, but we couldn't go in room, not at, especially at that point, um, because they were trying to minimize the number of people coming in the room. A lot of nurses didn't know necessarily how to use this stuff. So for us, it was important to um, teach, but we had no proper guides to, to help folks. I designed one um, because... I was tired of seeing all these frustrated uh, nurses 
And of course, I figured the patients are going to be frustrated. They're in the middle of trying to recover. And, you know, you want to make these things simple. And sometimes um, these people create great, great things, but they don't really think about the, the end user. I mean, they do in the sense that they want to keep you alive, sure. But how do I use this equipment, this tool? Sometimes that part gets missed or is not as clear. Uh, and I or they'll think be- everybody will get it because they think everybody thinks the same way they do. Right. Right. And right. that's that was the this was like something just extra you did because it needed to be done right. so that it could communicate so that they could give better care to the patients. They didn't have to poke and prod and they knew how to use. They could use this machine easier. And I just love that you used your design to solve this skill. But it was also the empathy because you knew that you could see the frustration either in the patients or in this uh medical staff yeah right right little things like that and if anybody's curious you can always go to my instagram page it's damien underscore williams oh i've got it you will see it as god knows what post but it's it's there i remember it should be there but there's they can start looking (laughs) there as well yeah yeah just just dig there you'll see a whole bunch of different cool things okay a lot of my abc's february okay so february february okay so I want to talk about this. So this is one of the things. So in this week of Love on Designers, you're supposed to do something. I would like for all of y'all to do something for yourself. So sometimes I am often the last person on my list and I don't. Now I've got 3000 windows. I've tried to open <laughs> the Instagram three times. I think and now it's like opening three different windows of it. Um, anyway. Um, and I so this week, this third week of February, whichever wherever we are, this is the week that you're supposed to do something for you. So Damien, this was something that was really impressive to me is that while you were working at the hospital and even now, while you have a design job, you still really make it a priority all the time. Maybe not every single 52 weeks of the year, but you make it a priority to keep learning. Right. So, so how are you, how have you been able to make that happen because you're also pretty personable. So do you, are you, this is what I would think if me and you worked in the same office and you were like, I'm going to lunch. I'd be like, I'll go to lunch with you. Does that ever happen? And you're like, uh, it's my learning day, Diane. Right. What? Um, no, they, they despise me here. So I don't have any friends. No, no, they don't. I know. No, they, don't. They, they know I'll go off into the car or whatever and, and watch usually something on Skillshare. Um, love Skillshare and constantly learning from that. And, you know, sometimes it will be uh, the LinkedIn learning or whatever or YouTube. Um, you know, there, there are many ways to learn. You just want to always uh, you be curious, see what's out there. I do it for for YouTube all the time. A tutorial. God knows there are tutorials out there. You won't be in love with all of them, but try a lot of these things are super quick. It it won't take forever. Um, If you have at least 45 minutes, 30 minutes, 45 minutes, spend the time to to do a tutorial, post it. Um, And yeah, it will be just like everybody else's if they want to do their same little thing. And you can just tweak, make some minor changes, but it's more or less about the process. So you get to know 
um, about how other people, creative people like you think, uh, know your tools. I use Procreate primarily. So it's a great way for me to, with all the updates, stay on top of the newest, the latest, the greatest to help our process out, make things faster. Uh, it, I mean, it just, it helps on so many levels. You get to see what other people are thinking. You get to learn with as far as the tools and get to expand uh, your repertoire. So is this something you would do on a daily basis, five days a week, three days a week, one day a week? Um, so I'll do, I'll try to do something on weekends. So weekends where you have a little bit more time, if you can't do it during the week, definitely try the weekend. A lot, like I said, these tour- mini tutorials won't take too, too long. Um, for me during the week, I may not be able to apply that so I can watch the video, but I can't. And for me, I like to have video on, on like my television um, while I'm drawing or have it on the computer. Either way, you, that's, but that's for me kind of a weekend thing. During the week, it's a little tougher. I can, you know, take in the video. But for me, I want to do video and actively apply it. Otherwise, you know, you may not remember. It's great. You know, if you want to pre pregame it, you can do that, too. Nothing wrong with that. So that's so you have to know how you're learning. If you're a audible learner, if you're a visual learner, if you're a Mm -hmm. tactile learner. And sometimes there's combinations. Most of the time there's combinations in there. So you like to put it on the big screen and then Mm -hmm. be able to do and pause do you pause while it's happening or? Yeah. Yeah. If you want to be able to pause, do, do a rewind if you need to. Um, for me, it's a big screen. It, it could be on my computer because I'm going to, again, I work on my tablet. So as long mm-hmm. as I have two different screens happening, they have it all on the same screen. Oh, that, that that's not going to work. Not for me. But um, if I could do big screen, then just, you know, I could pivot and then move on to, Watching from television to actively drawing or, or putting it into practice on my tablet, because that's usually what happens. Okay, so um, in I just want to kind of go back. You've done ABCs of February a few times. Um, so what? This will be number six. This is number six. That's quite more than a few. It's mm-hmm. a it's three couples of a few, right? Yeah, sure. sure. So I'm just showing <laughs> you my math skills, my mad math skills. That's right. So. What started you to do it? And because so Inktober, you've done that as well. I don't know how many times you've done that, but you've done that. And that's like a sometimes it's a prompt that somebody else is giving you and Mm -hmm. there are some limitations. So is ABCs of February similar? Because I think you always kind of create your own parameters for this. Is that how it started for you? Yeah. Well, it was, you're right. I would do challenges like Inktober and whatever other uh, challenges that would happen throughout the year. I would post things on Instagram. It's just fun to do, to, you know, jump in a challenge. And it may be daily. It may be uh, three times during the week or whatever. Daily is awesome. It's a lot, but, you know, you can truly see um, what you're capable of. Uh, and that stuff, things like that prepared me to do something like like the ABCs of February. February came one year, like 2018 or so. And I thought, you know, it'd be cool to 
if I could do from A to Z, different people in Black history, known and unknown, can I do it? Can I even do this? So I'm like, well, okay, let me let me give it a go. So it was Photoshop I used for that first one. And I told myself I would try to do um, different styles. Uh, you know, you try to change it up, style to style, whatever, whatever style. You know, Harriet Tubman, I'm just going to paint it, or this one's going to be this or that. Um, and it kind of worked. It, it, it worked out pretty well. Um, it was after that that I decided I was going to do a little bit more of a theme for the whole month of a certain style. But not only that, a theme of, you know, what the focus would be. It's not just, it, it has to be, you know, a person in black history. This is about people in medicine or whatever the situation, whatever the thing was. So each one I have to say has been pretty cool. There's been a theme for each and every one. And I, I learn, I learn every year, every time, every time I do it, but it's fun. It's mostly about the challenge though. And just just to learn and to hear people after the fact say, "Man, I, I had no idea. Didn't I didn't either? But now we just discovered that this person came up with ice cream scoop, or this person, you know, uh, mobile refrigeration. Yeah. No one thinks about that, but it was a black dude that came up with that. Crazy. That's awesome. Okay, so. Um, I have I have it pulled up, so I'm going to share. This is like the very bottom of your um, right. So this. Oh is the, yeah. This is I went all the way. I remember that. So again, I kind of like seeing all the way back because we can see how far you've how you've changed and how you've grown. That's why so, I keep it. So I I appreciate it because it gives me hope uh, as I am a more of a budding illustrator. So some of these, I think, um, let's just click on this guy. This is 2017. Oh, so, yeah, pen and, I think pen and ink for that one. Yeah, pen like and that. ink. It looks like pen and ink. So, um, and these, this maybe is Inktober or one of the mm -hmm. first Inktobers. Mm -hmm. And then, so the ABCs of February, you said in 2018, was that the first one? I think it was, yeah. So is this, uh, this is it. So 2018. So, you're seeing styles. So what was this just you picking things or is there like an Inktober? Is there a prompt list from companies or people who do this? No list. Okay. It's no like, list. You know what? From, I, I think I literally grabbed a book or went to a website and went, all right, black history, all the A's mm. and decided I pulled who is that person for the A. And did it for B and C, especially at this point, that first one. Um, and I was trying a bunch of um, different brushes from, um, at that point, yeah, because it was Photoshop. So I'm sure Kyle Webster, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm pulling some brushes and trying a lot of, uh, at that point, his stuff. Uh, and and stylistically, you're still exploring. So I like this oh, yeah. kind of more grungy. I think you guys can see my mouse. Uh, some more grungy, but you you know, there's definitely like this is very different than she. And then these oh, yeah. guys are more different. And so there's something that happens later on 
as you and I love just you still putting your hand, um, you know, pen to paper kind of sketches as well mm-hmm. in there. Love that. Um, lots of creative south there. Anybody yep. want a volunteer ticket? We got we got volunteer tickets, people. Um, so then we have I'm a volunteer. I'm just saying, folks. Come and volunteer. Anyway, that's, I'm sorry. That's right. No, no. So I'm just trying to kind of get an idea. So you are, this is June of 2018. So you're doing maybe some more digitally. Um, and then oh, we're yeah. scooting, we're continuing on and I'm going to get, and it's very clear when we get to the ABCs of February mm-hmm. at this point. Right. So we see um, there's the Inktober. There's another one that's a uh, prompt list, I think. And Mm -hmm. these are all Inktober, maybe 2018. Yep, 2018. Yep, this was for a nonprofit I was working with at a point in time, collecting socks and clothes for homeless folks. Oh, I love that. And then we see some that are looking like they're going in a series. And I actually think this is one of the beauties of doing a challenge like this is so that you can either explore different styles or you can... um, really hone in. And I feel like that's what you've done in a lot of these. So you started here. I think this is with actual pen and paper, right? Mm-hmm. That was, um, was it? Or I, at this point, I'm sure it was a lot of uh, the digital. In fact, I'm pretty sure that was digital. Okay. So, but yeah. this is the end of 2018. So there is a ton of um, ex- exploration, but that's kind of, it starts with that sort of line work. And then mm-hmm. you see some of these from maybe past ABCs yeah, in February. The, from the first, I believe, or first and second, or maybe the first. And yeah. that, you know, I put it uh, on frames, got those things printed on frames. And I think that was my first outing, actually taking it to a cafe and displaying those uh, in, you know, a physical form. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. They're like super low, slow to load. Sorry. So then you always kind of have this, you've set this um, brand for the ABCs of February. So again, maybe you change the colors and you change kind of the background, but you have figured out that you are not going to reinvent the title each time, which I think is pretty, pretty nice. I think maybe this year it changed a little bit, but for this one, for the second volume, as we kind of scroll up, so we see it's in a circle a lot, mm-hmm. but what then a lot of exploration as well here. So on Procreate, was there a theme or did you think about doing a theme yet for this? That for the, I didn't, didn't necessarily say that. And this was the first year where I actually had the ABCs of February as a title because um, mm-hmm. I didn't really have it the first one. This one, I knew I wanted to do the circle thing, as you can see. And it was all about inventors or um, trailblazers. So yeah. it was about inventions and people that were trailblazers of some sort. Awesome. Okay. So color palette, you're kind of trying different things, even style of people are, you know, how you're doing their nose or how mm-hmm. this is more cartoony. I mean, I love this perspective there. So just all different. I mean, you're really exploring. I think it's helpful to see is as you look back, are you seeing anything like, oh, yeah, I should. I mean, like I see this sun and I think that is one of your styles. I see. Do you see the sun? I'm right. talking about right? right. The and you've got With the, the retro. Sub- yeah. And, and and just like the stylistic of the like, it's kind of big in that face. And then there's that sort of retro supply and that's limited color palette. Right. Mm-hmm. 
Um, Nor you. And then we have uh, more like this probably looks like what the person is. And that's something else you and I have talked about when, excuse me, when you're doing your ABCs of February, sometimes there's not a photograph of the. Right. Of the, the person, person, the subject. That, right. So you have, you're kind of just guessing. Yeah, sometimes you would just have to do whatever, like in the baby buggy. Um, there were, I don't think there was a picture of the, the person, but there was a picture of the actual invention you can see in the background with the, um, when they had their little blueprint. Um, so then, you know, if I can't do the person, then I'm going to at least do uh, the actual invention. So there, was, there are ways around, around that. Yeah. Okay. So then I'm just, I just want people to be able to see, um, look, there's me and you. Um, so then we have, see this guy with his little, that's kind of like your son. I think that as like one of your, one of, one of your styles, you do have multiple styles. So one of the questions I had asked is how long you've been doing this. So this is your sixth year. Um, you do love history. So this is something that you're now able to connect history and your illustration. Um, and then for this for the next year, so I don't know what year I'm in right now. Um, how do you uh, maybe this? No. Yep, sixteen nineteen project. Uh, okay. When it first came out, uh, I was just absolutely. Now is a Hulu uh, television series, but in in a book. But at that point, it was um, just a New York Times essay, uh, and. Uh, I, you know, it, it, they, there was a podcast made and uh, for each of the episodes, I wanted to do a one line uh, drawing mm-hmm. for the theme of the episode uh, or see if I can do it. it. Again, it's always a challenge. Can I do it? The minstrel show. I did that little minstrel person there. Oh, my gosh. Um, I know that is can super I do hard. Yeah. So these are digitally on Procreate. So some of mm-hmm. these are challenges. This is all still while you're working at the at the hospital. Very right? much so. Yes. So so then we do Inktober and we see um we see more of a like these are like Monopoly people kind of, you know. Um Yeah, the, I went to that right? little it was I was trying to find a mid-century-ish character or create one mm-hmm. or take elements from so I'm like, okay, I'm gonna base it around this dude. It, it even expands um, just because you're creating more scenes or more things that are going on. But this is like a really 30 days of a style, of, right? Right. So this is one of the first ones that's really cohesive and really long because it's hard right. sometimes to do something like that. Okay, so that's October, and then. And then we're going to see where it says volume three. Okay. So then we have ABCs of February again. And I see where those lines from the 1619, where you were exploring, Mm -hmm. you found something that you liked. You thought, Hey, this is, what are some of the things where it's something that you're doing daily and maybe you do a little bit of pre-prep, but you know, you have to fit this in. So what are some of the parameters? If somebody like me was going to start doing something, what after doing six of these, what, I mean, we can see that they they get more cohesive, but they're also maybe um, you have a clear style. They're not any easier to figure out how to do a one line, but you know how long something like that is going to take. So what what are some of the 
parameters that you kind of look for when you're going to do a project like this? Well, something like this, because of where it's set in February, and we've talked about this before, I'm going to, it's going to be October, honestly, for me, and I think about it throughout the year, but October is a time when I'm really trying to nail down, okay, do I feel good about doing a theme of music or whatever the situation? And I get to start, I, I start with the research and I'm taking, I'm taking notes of different things from A to Z, but just, you know, just notes, it, whatever, you know, we're not necessarily wor- worried about that, the letters at that point. Let's just uh, draft something together and get as much inf- information as we can. And then you can kind of fill in the gaps as you get closer to February. For me, if we're getting a week's work, a, week, a week's worth of, of stuff done, for that first week and have it done prior to February starting. Uh, because I, I like doing things as the month actually goes on. So if you could do a week or two weeks, then you're feeling really good by the first of February or the first of whatever your month is. So just do some prep work, give yourself a few months um, to kind of prepare mentally and you know just creatively for, for whatever you're gonna do. Well, give yourself some time. It may not have to be months, depending on what you're doing. But, um, you know, day to day, you're going to feel the pressure of uh, submitting. Like today, I, I'm actively doing, but I don't think I submitted for today. You know, typically I try to do like something in the morning, but sometimes things happen. You get tied up. And as long as I do it before the end of the day, uh, then I'll be I'll be good. And for for the most part, most of the people that follow me are pretty cool about checking it out when they check it out and not giving me grief about it. So, you know, give yourself some grace and some space, but um, kind of pace yourself. I just wanted to bring this up since this was one of the ones we talked about in the beginning. Um, This is that piece. If you are following, I will put it. um, I'm going to copy it and paste it and I'll put it in the chat, but I'm also going to put it in some notes for myself for later so that I can make sure I add it to the site. Um, yes. Because this was not, this was again, something that we talked about earlier. Do you want to just give a little recap on this one? And then I'm going to go back to the ABCs of February. Yeah. Uh, it, like I said before, this little, um, this little oxygen machine, we call it this particular brand is the oxy like machine. But it essentially just gives you oxygen, provides oxygen uh, for, for, the, for the patient. It doesn't run out. You plug it up. Um, it's, it's taken from the air and kind of reproducing so that, you know, you have your full oxygen there. But um, and this, this was done in Procreate, as most of my stuff these days, you know, is coming from that program on the iPad. Right. Um, I... I know the basic steps of what I teach people. So I try to make it as simple as possible and work on, um, you know, my phrasing and, and pull some pictures from, uh, from websites and put just, you know, put smack this thing together, put it together and uh, display it in a way that, you know, kind of moves from one to four uh, as easy as possible. I would try it with, with folks and the patients to see if, if they understood it, this happens to be, this is the English one, but if you flip it, you'll see it in Spanish. 
um, because we have an English and Spanish population, huge where we are. So it's important that it was easy for everybody to kind of, you know, especially because this is primarily for a lot of people with COVID. Right. You don't have the time or the patience or even maybe the energy to, you know, try to figure out how to work this, this machine. So this, this little card here, uh, hopefully did the job and, and, and made a, made a difference for, for, for some folks. Absolutely. The, the staff and the patients. And it combined empathy, UX, and then your illustration, which I, which I think is a really unique um, trifecta that you have. So we see these kind of illustrations in here, and I know I'm still on his Instagram handle, and mm-hmm. you do get more detailed. I think there's more detail and there's more tonal in this one because you maybe had more time. But you have actually, people have come to you, clients, you have done these longer projects mm-hmm. um, that that we can see and that we've just seen. in. so we're now in the next October and this is the volume four. And so we have a different um, um, a different theme for this one. Mm-hmm. Um Revolutionary and, War. Pardon? The U.S. Revolutionary War. Okay, Revolutionary War. So color palette, you kept it simple. Keep it right? simple. Um, it has a feel of like a kid's uh, maybe retro uh, little book that we would go through, right? So, And that mm-hmm. was what you were going for. Um, right. Because you wanted to be able to teach something, but you wanted to also be able to um, capture, you didn't have to want to do the whole scene if you didn't, sometimes you don't have that much time, right? Yeah. Sometimes you don't. And then honestly, do we need a whole scene? We're trying to introduce that one person. So it's easier to absorb when we simplify it mm-hmm. and, you know, stick to, in this case, I think I did the most, uh, colors, but I'm also being mindful that I'm doing this on Instagram where you do have three next to each other and it's going to be stacked a certain way. So yeah, a lot of this was thought about when it comes to where you happen to be posting this thing. If, if you're going to do it on Twitter or Facebook, it's going to be displayed differently. Right. Um, so you're being mindful of, of course, the platform in this case, Instagram, just it, it worked for me for the yeah. look. Okay. So then from this, this is a style that you kind of developed and you, we can see it cause we're zooming through your years of Instagram here. Right, um, right. And we see where you're still exploring, doing other things you're doing still has some of an other styles of illustration and mm-hmm. then, but you have gotten work from, or you have y- chosen this style or clients have come to you saying, Hey, I like how you do people's heads. We need this. Can you do this? And you can now say, here's styles. Instead of just being a one-off, you actually have um, multiples to show them. Is that something that happens often? Or is that something that you're able to um, touch back and then use with a client? It it is, especially as I, because you're having me go down memory lane too. Uh, And you know, just recently with um, uh, Lenore Ryan uh, at the college and university, uh, I was doing a cover for their alumni magazine and that came up like, you know what? I do like the line 
art. I know it's further up there um, right. on my on my feed, but um, that was a situation where they had seen so much, and they said, you know, so with all that displayed on the Instagram, they're like, well, you know what? I think that same look could work for two of our administrators. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can kind of do a, a sketch and see. I sketch it up in pencil. Um, they feel, everybody feels good about it. Then I go back and pen and do it. And then I add it back to my whole line of linear uh, or the one line uh, drawings. So, you know, you're just building upon what you do so that now is at the point where for all of these projects, a lot of people will go to my Instagram and say, okay, I like such and such and this, this, and this. Can you do that style for whatever project I'm pitching to you? And I'll say, yeah. And then we kind of move from there. And for the most part, it stays in that same uh, ballpark. So I use this like a portfolio and they'll go and find what they like. They're going to find something or something right. close to what they're imagining. And then we kind of run, run with it from there. So, yeah, that happens all the time. So, and then uh, and I had you and uh, Josh on and you talked about um, the Tulsa race massacre, the, how y'all kind of put this little book together. I mean, it is like a book. Cause if you go back, you can go through the whole thing and each day right. has multiple. Um, I don't want to rehash this cause we've already done this, but was, so I saw another one where it was in that, uh, the line in the circle mm-hmm. where you were teaching something kind of like you were here in the Tulsa uh, race massacre. So up here, like with this one and maybe with the Alice Walker one also, there is, so you add some uh, animation, but then there was also either this quote, which, so had, had you done this, that sort of teaching more? So it seems like the, in volume two or volume four of ABCs, it was more of like just one page. It wasn't a lot of carousels going deeper. Right. Is that Correct. Yeah, that that is correct. It was Josh because it's uh, many projects. Josh had, had at that point he'd done with the use of carousels that made it so much easier. And little mini books he was doing, almost like little golden books. Mm-hmm. Um, and you could you would read it and you feel like okay, I got everything I needed from that, and it worked so well that when we paired together. And he brought a lot of that 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 aspect um, to the ABCs. It just made sense. I felt like I was getting way too um, wordy, too too verbose with some of my posts prior to that, and it allowed me to uh, not bore people to death. Give them the 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 quick blurbs, so that you know it was enough that if they wanted to go further and do their own research, they could. But they also walk away feeling like, okay, I did learn one little nugget today. And the carousel made that possible. So, um, you know, it was just the evolution of the ABCs. And I'm hugely grateful to Josh for for helping me kind of make that transition. Well, and I can just see, I know this is one y'all did together. Um, So we have, we see where you started 
we see how it's expanded and your illustrations have gotten richer as well as what you're teaching us in, in, in the way. And so I right. think, think this is where we come to this year. So mm-hmm. this year you decided why to do, I can't, I tell my mom, I'm like, I, I can't say that word. Good. Uh, rural, rural. I know. Anyway, rural. my mom says it good. Cause she has a good Southern accent. She's like, it's cause you're from the city, Diane. And, um, but anyway, I, rur, uh, rural, rural. rural, yeah, rural. Anyway, those, um, how, why, why did you decide, um, was it something you heard? Was it a podcast? Was it something you read? And tell us about that. And then why you decided to execute it in this woodcut way. I, um, I was thinking about music, um, as it, um, pertains to the black community for quite some time when it comes to ABCs. I would have done this, you know, probably years ago, but I feel like, okay, this was, it's been on my mind. Let me actually do, do it this year. Um, and this is before Ken Burns. Uh, well, uh, Ken Burns apparently did a uh, docu-series on the history of country music and the different people you know, a part of that. I never really got to see it, but I heard bits and pieces. Uh, there was a cool website, and I'll post that site. Uh, I can't remember it now. That covers a lot of uh, Black Americans in the different music genres um, over the over the decades um, or centuries in the United States. And the country part came up, and folk came up. And then I realized, wow, there's a lot of people a lot more people than I realize uh, in this thing. And though we never really hear about this. I don't know much about it. Let me dig deeper. And sure enough, I find out about the history of the banjo and, and just a collection of things that are just fantastic. And just not, it's not a shortage. There's a lot there. Yeah. If you know where to look and just dig a little deep, deeper and you realize, oh, wow, look at this history. I have to cover it. And that easily becomes ABCs. That's enough for me to run with it. And that's what's going on right now. So then why this style? This style, um, I work with Restroom Supply a lot. Love everybody there. Love Dustin and Suzanne and, and Bailey. Love everybody. Sure. Because that's me. Uh, but they have a, an assortment, an awesome assortment of different digital brushes that uh, are fantastic. They always lend to the whole vintage retro look. And I thought, well, if I'm going to do rule, you rule can rules, say it. <laughs> yeah. I, I had to commit to that. Like, am I going to, am I prepared to say this thing? Yeah, sure. Um, there's a woodcut and a wood block and they, they have their different brushes there. Um, and the font was there by our friend, Brian White. Mm-hmm. The, and like, so I have all the elements there. Um, so, and it works for the rule thing. Let me do that. I've not done any wood block or woodcut. Let's go. So it was, it wasn't um, too scary for you to do kind of a new style. I, I think I can see where your style is coming, but you're doing it in a different way. So you're taking this as a challenge instead mm-hmm. of like, it has to be perfect. I have to know how to do this. 
it's like a different mindset of you're like, I'm going to figure this out. I love how this looks. I'm going to study it and I'm going to prepare. Um, how far in advance you say you start thinking, you think about it all throughout the year, but when did you start like coming up or doing the research and knowing you were going to use um, like a harmonica for or D Ford Bailey for D? Like, mm-hmm. when do you make because you're not doing that on the day of the fourth day of February. No, right? no, no. You're, you're sketching early on. You know, you have these letters. Then you have to decide, first of all, just like before, do we have photos for everybody? So that this is a, a time period that covers uh, many, many decades. Um, and some of those decades did not capture. A, a lot of people were not even known. So, you know, you're fortunate to get some kind of photo, much less more than one. Um, so if they do have a photo, then okay, I could do that. But then some of these folks are known for a lot of the instruments. Mm-hmm. Lead Belly, who was yesterday, uh, was known for having this huge uh, guitar, very way bigger than that was necessary. So I'm like, okay. Uh, early on, am I going to do lead belly or am I going to do the guitar? Yeah, let me do the guitar just to change it up because I can have a bunch of folks, their faces there, or I can mix it up, have some faces, or have what they were known for or a thing that uh, symbolizes them or um, uh, a part of their, their narrative. So, and that leads to a very diverse, as you can see with that feed, you know. It, it, it's not boring because it, you know, I've done the all faces thing before. And that was great. But you learn each time to kind of kick it up a notch. Well, and you need a new challenge and you're open for the challenge. And but you have figured out what every letter is going to be by the beginning of February, you'd say. Mm-hmm. Oh, then- yeah, by then. Yeah. Unless our letters have changed and there's still 26 last I checked. And because February has generally, when it's not a leap year, has, you know, you have 28 days you're playing with. I like to have the first day to hello, how you doing, intro. And then the last day is uh, close, you know, closing it out. But I love how you now have incorporated the carousel where you're teaching us a little bit. It's not overwhelming. You're not using all 10 slides to teach us something. You're teaching what what however many slides you need to get across right. and it's easy to read on your phone with, with if you have glasses you're probably going to need your glasses i mean it's not it, tiny but it's it's a, i think and that's how i think about it you know because i have to wear these glasses for for my screens so yeah it, i i can see this on my ipad and my phone but i have to be mindful that a lot of people are going to see this on their phone so i try to make the text a little larger um you know. Yeah. And I'm glad. Okay. So, so we've done, you have themes, you decide the theme. Do you think you knew the theme by October? Yeah, I was pretty set on it. Um, yeah, I didn't have the rural roots part right. of it. Uh, but I would imagine for me, my brainstorming happens in the shower. When I hit the shower, that's when I'm thinking like, okay, um, this is how I should have the way ABCs in February. Will I do it in colors or something? Red, black, and green, or just going to be all black? This is monochromatic. Blah, blah, blah. 
you know, you work out a lot of those details. I do early on. Um, some things do come on the fly, like even now, as far as with these letters. And I'm making changes. Uh, an O was going to be this person. I had written it for this person, you know, months ago. But I just ran across another O because I'm still doing my research and still mm. digging. Now I'm making that change. You will never know. Right. But that person did have a last name. So now that first person O, maybe I could use that last name for a different letter, you know, and just you're constantly kind of working that whole thing out. But somehow it doesn't stress you out or it doesn't seem to stress you out. No. Um, when you are working with people in a collection of, well, when you work with people and they coming from their different paths or you have children or whatever the situation in your life, we learn to adapt and hopefully not uh, stress out super, super easy. After years of the hospital, especially during COVID, I think doing a letter is okay. You You're know, like, I can fit that in. Yeah, and not, not too much of a problem. And so that's the other thing I like that if, um, although it is normally 28 days and that makes sense mm -hmm. to have a, a opener and a close, that there is right. some flexibility if you did this in another month that, um, or if someone was doing an ABC project, they have some flexibilities on other days. So they need to not, not stress themselves out. But what, what has doing this um, for six years, what has it done to you as, um, as you've stretched, do you feel like I've got this style now and like you feel more confident or what has it done to you as an illustrator? I do feel you can't help but feel way more um, secure. You know, nothing's perfect. I don't know wood block and wood cut uh, super D. I mean, I would do stuff in college with linoleum or, or right, wood right. there. But, you know, so the look of it may, it's enough to where folks would recognize what's happening. But the professionals are like, yeah, no, this looks like, uh, you know, sure, wh whatever. But, you know, I'm, I'm trying. I want to learn. Uh, for me, it's, it just it helps in the evolution of whatever I, I think is my number one style of art, because a lot of that stuff does come back to that and it does make it better, even if it's just in increments. So I see it as, you know, I always want to do more mid-century looking things. I love that, that time period and that look. And if I could get closer and closer to it, um, then, you know, it's, it's a mission accomplished. I want to do, the goal is to cover a lot of mid-century things the way they would appear, but showing different people that weren't necessarily covered during that time period. So, you know, that's kind of a goal of mine. We're not rewriting because th those people existed. That stuff was happening. It just wasn't necessarily recorded. Right. So, um, I or like publicized, that. right? More, so some, right. luckily some things were recorded, but we, some things we, were just, recorded. we just didn't, it wasn't highly publicized. So it's just giving um, a ladder or a lift for those stories, which I think Absolutely. is really, really good and important because it's part Absolutely. of all of our stories. So if somebody, uh, I just want to kind of paint the picture. So you have a full-time job, you yes. do a good bit of freelance and 
um, you're a dad of three and you're mm-hmm. a husband and you run and you meditate and you do all kinds of things. How, um, if you were trying to convince somebody, maybe convince isn't the right thing, but why should somebody that is busy, that has these things, why should they pour some time into them to learn and to grow um, in an area? We see now, especially more than ever, that your mental health is super important. And for you, you want to pull yourself out. Like for me, my uh, escape would be drawing or, you know, but that's also what I do during my day to day. So it could still be my escape, but it would probably be better if I did something a little bit different just so I could come back to this and, and feel like I'm refreshed. So if it has to be meditation or video games or going outside to, you know, play or play with the kids, just something different. One, my middle kid loves Legos, huge into Legos, loves building. I'm sitting there with them and build with them. You know, let's do some things that don't involve a screen. Um, those are the things that, you know, you, you want to do, whether it's a hobby or just something different. Um, that's, we, we do these things so that we can stay fresh and they keep our head clear. And this is a part of it. This is no different than any other thing when it comes to mental health. So, so it's, it's part you of your want to do, mental yeah. health, pro, like what keeps you healthy. It, it, yes. That's why a person would want to do it as busy as you may be. Um, no one said you had to invest everything into this, this side thing. It may just be buying a little Lego minifig set and building mm-hmm. a little something. Just take the time out to, to do something like that it, and then go back to what you're doing. Take a break. Give yourself some grace and, and take a break. Okay. So I got to get some of these questions answered. So yes. we're going to rapid fire the rest in the last okay. four minutes. So what unexpected benefits have you had from doing these ABCs of February? And have they been different every year? Yeah. Uh, the learning. Everything is just is so different and there's so much to learn that we don't that things we don't necessarily get in school or you learn better as an adult. It's coming to me and I mean, it never gets old. So I absolutely love that. Take away something different every year. You can't help but to because it's always a new thing. Yeah. There's so much out there to, to learn. Well, if and I think about this, if you're learning something on Skillshare and you're doing one project. It's a lot different than doing, doing, learning something on Skillshare and then mm-hmm. doing 30 projects or 28 projects or 26 projects that are all kind of cohesive. That's a different type. That's a deeper because you have to expand and push yourself and work within. So there's, um, you, you do some uh, shorter learns and then you do these right. longer learn projects. Is there something, do you like that amount of space between October and February for like a longer challenge? Yeah, um, I'll kind of count on that so that the, the latter part of my year is, is clear for stuff like that. And then throughout the year, you know, the early, early months, I can do small challenges or it could be as simple as for me. I see an article and I'm like, you know what? I don't think enough people are going to read this. If I were doing a magazine, 
uh, spot or just a spot illustration, what would I do? And then I can do that illustration and just put a little, a little bit of that news info in my post. And now people see that they understand where I'm coming from with that. And it's a good challenge just in case maybe you do want to do more spot illustrations. Well, now you have a little something on your Instagram so that people can see, okay, maybe you are capable. Come in. Maybe you could do one for my highlights or yeah. maybe not highlights. That'd be awesome. But whatever. the magazine. Yeah, you should dream big. I mean, I think you could do highlights. No problem. Yeah, sure. Sure. I mean, that magazine for kids. I loved that magazine. Oh, that's what you're talking about, still, right? Yes. It's okay. alive. It's alive after all these years. So there's a reason why it has a fan base. Yeah. Okay. So then. Um, what are some of the hardest parts that you would have if it was me or somebody else in the, that's listening, what would you have them, um, get ready for in, in regards to like these bumps that might come up? So, um, what can they do to not get derailed? Uh, you saw in my feed, one of the years I had a child, uh, at a trampoline park ended up injuring himself, had to get stitches near his eye. And I post it on my stories. I think, hey, folks, here's a picture of the kid. Uh, can't post right now because I'm a little tied up. Everybody, of course, understood. But um, know that you have your audience and you have a certain relationship with your audience. If something happens, let them know. Tell them. You know, I forgot this week about a day because I thought I posted and I'm doing all sorts of stuff and realized I didn't post. So later that evening. Yeah, I think it was actually the day before yesterday. Like, hey, my bad. Missed a letter. We'll double up coming up. Don't worry. Um, but this is what you have to look forward to tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so things are going to happen. It's cool. People understand. Just let them know what's going down. So that's not stress on you. No stress on them. And it will honestly it'll be forgotten. At the end of the day, you'll go back. And you'll see all of the letters or all of whatever your project is. And you'll forget about the little hiccups for you to be just one fluid thing. But to me, that little hiccup, here's your little hiccup, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but really what was beautiful about that is that you remind people that you're a dad and you you have your priorities and your priority is yes, doing these illustrations, but my kids come first. And I just, I love that. Right. That's, so that's how it works. All right. So what is something that you've learned about yourself in the last year? So since maybe the last time you've done ABCs of February, um, that's been most impactful um, to your life or business or both. Um, last uh, ABCs, I was working with Josh and we had done the project before. We're going to do another one. Uh, I'm sure in the future. So I get to see that, you know, I can collaborate with, you know, two different styles sometimes we're coming from. I can see that I I can collaborate. We can finish a project. That's one more thing I feel super good about. I was doing all these things by myself, but to know I can do one successfully with somebody and we still be have a talking, speaking relationship. We're still very cool with each other. Um, I love them to death that stuff is important. So I learned, Hey, I can do that. Now, when I go into the solo, like I'm doing now, it's back to what I was doing before 
with the added bonus of Josh is there to like, hey, I love your post from whatever day. And I have his support and I have his take on different things. So it's another, it's not just me by myself. It's now a collaborator, uh, whether, you know, past collaborator, but still present, you know, that stuff matters. So now I feel just more emboldened to do things because it's not, it's not just me. I do have the community. I have you. And I have another person that literally did the same thing with me. And we put our stuff out there together. And now we've shown other people that they can do it too. They can collaborate and come up with something. So just, it's one of those things, a rear view where I just appreciate because when you're in the middle of doing it, you can't, you know, you're, you're in the middle of the woods. You need to pull back and, and get a t- satellite view. And now there's more satellite view. So I can kind of reflect. And I like that. That's that's good. And that goes with just who it, what's important to you, too. Just I think community is really important for you. So it is. Um, what are some things that you will hopefully do this week to recharge your batteries? Since it's this is the week for Love on Designers to recharge yourself. Um, this week. Or you can talk right. about things that you do all the time. Well, you know, I have uh, miles to go this this month, but so far there's a project we talked about that is complete now, a big project. I finished that today, an article, uh, extra supply article done. All these different things early in the month, I'm like, oh God, it's going to be so much. I'm taking these things off slowly. This uh, podcast here, that's one of the, these different things. So now... And eventually, when I get towards the end of the month where I have to do a talk, uh, you know, I'll be nervous, but then I will get past it and I will do what I need to do, hopefully. And it's one of those things you reflect on and feel good about. And that just it's still stuff that puts the wind, the wind in your sails mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. it could push you further and further out. And that's kind of what I anticipate and I look forward to. So, um it's constant learning and reflecting. That's what's happening right now. Okay. I love that. And Jen Close said her friend, Katie McDee, she works for, does illustrations for highlights. And she said, you should get in touch with her. So I texted you that her link. So, oh, Jen. Okay. So you can, um, you can do that. I love how that's how we work as a community, all of us. So I love the people who y'all get to come and you get to watch and learn and right along with me. And I just appreciate you being here and just all the years that you're, you do this. And I just love that it is this community and that there's things that Damien's teaching us, but there's also things that we need. Um, Damien still needs to be lifted and, and post shared as well as we all do. So just love on some people this, um, this month. So Damien, what is next for you? I know you have a talk in at creative mornings coming soon. So if you guys are in the Raleigh, Durham, Chapel Hill area, you, they can see you win. That will be on the 24th um, creative morning. So, you know, it's going to be in the morning time, the eight o'clock hour. Are you up for it? Um, I'm going to have more stuff posted on my Instagram coming up uh, about the, the time and date and the location. Um, and of course it will be recorded so people can, after the fact, catch it. Love that. Okay. So anything else, anything else we need to be looking out for from you? Yeah, just 
hang on to the Instagram. If you, you, if you follow me, I do some things on Twitter, but Instagram is where I'm primarily. Um, and there you have the emails and my website and all the fun stuff. You can, you know, go there and it will take you to everywhere else. You need to contact me. It's all, it's all there. Or all right. harass Diane. She'll, she'll let you know. That's right. I have I have all his digits. Okay, so I just want in case. Oops, I got blurry. Um, in case anybody is listening or watching, all the links for Damien are right below this video. If you're on YouTube or if you're in the chat, I just popped them in. Um, or if this is, uh, you can look at it on the uh, Creatives Ignite website. But here is how you can find more about Damien. DamienWilliams.com. Um, and then you can see some of his uh, work and then Instagram.com slash Damien underscore Williams. And then link, there's a link tree on that that has a bunch of things that he does and the retro supply. Um, you guys can use that. Maybe it's a, is that an affiliate link you got? I think it is. Oh, thank goodness. Is. So then if you're going to buy some brushes, they're just burning in your pocket. You want to buy some brushes, use Damien's link. Then he gets a little bit. Doesn't cost you any more. Um, I love that. And that link is right underneath here as well. And then he also has some things for sale. And that is also, it was from the link tree, but I just copied it and pasted it. And that's in print, I-N-P-R-P-R-N-T. So no I in the print, in in print.com slash gallery slash I don't know how to say that word. Domin- Dominicus? Dominic- Dominicus. Yeah. Dominicus. D O M I N A C U S. So it's Dominicus. You, yeah. You, if you see that, it's using my email, Dominicus. Right, right. But I don't know how to say that. So I really can't say rural. So Anyway, join That's next okay. week for more rural, but next week, um, not anything rural, actually. It is, we are not going to be on, oh, but we do have to, um, Damien, will you choose? You're going to just randomly tell me mm-hmm. when to stop because I am scrolling back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. You just tell me when, and I'm going to choose a winner. You should stop right, do it right now. Oh, that was me. Okay. So um, try again. Okay. The ABC stop. Okay. Okay. Oh, it's Shelby Arnett. You're our winner today. I will get with Shelby and um, Shelby. I'm writing it down. I know you already left, but I will. Um, we, you are one of the Love on Designer winners. This we have one more winner to choose. I think we'll do. Maybe we'll um, we'll do two on next Saturday. More incentive for you to come on a Saturday. It'll be normal time, two thirty p.m. on Saturday. Jody Collins. He is a illustrator designer in um, Tennessee. Maybe. Anyway, definitely designer. He's done AIGA stuff. He's been, um, he had a huge heart. I can't wait to have him on. And mm. he has a job job too. So he has, he needed a, a Saturday show slot time. So I will see you guys, not this next Wednesday, but the next Saturday, which is, I think, the 25th. So um, I hope you guys have a great day. I knew you had met him, Amy. He's really um, he's really tall. Um, and he has a card that says something about how tall he is. Anyway, it's because I'm really short and he's really tall anyway, but he's really nice. So Damien, I hope you guys click on all those links and go support Damien and if you're going to buy retro supply, click on that retro supply button uh, link. Do it. 
Yeah. Um, and just thank you so much for sharing this. And I'm excited to keep following. I like what I'm learning. I like to learn things. So I appreciate that you're teaching me and inspiring me at the same time. And always. I just love you, my friend. So I will see you soon and I will see you at Creative South. And if anybody is interested in coming to Creative South and you want to volunteer, please email me at diane at creativesouth.com and I'll send you a thing to fill out and then you'll get a special code and it's a half price ticket. So it's really, really good. And you only have to work for me for six hours, but not all in one slot. It's two hours on one day and two hours on another day and two hours on another day. And Damien, how fast does two hours go? They go by rather quickly when you're having so much fun. And I mean, you'll be volunteering with me. Yeah. Yeah. And you can volunteer with Damien. So it'll be awesome. I know it's, it's, it'll be a treat. So I will see you guys not next Wednesday, but next Saturday. And I hope you guys have an awesome day. And Damien, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Love you all. Bye, y'all.